Carden. Blair. Buddy, episode 49, coming well, live. That It's so, uh, we're, we're live and we're together, and we're, hearing that intro music just uh, pumps you up, uh, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Welcome back, buddy. Yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah. Uh, uh, the first one was uh, excellent, you know, doing the, the metaverse stuff. Yes. Still a little creepy. Still a little creepy. <laughs> you know what I'm surprised you didn't bring up? I thought about this at the end. What? what? We never brought up um, your big life is just a uh, simulation. Oh, and I thought that the oh, metaverse is is that it is that it is yeah. that where you, uh, you're we're going to get so involved in the metaverse and people are going to look around and go, hmm. you know, it seems like this is all just kind of a simulation, yeah. doesn't it? Okay, Cardin. So wait, have you had the discussion with the metaverse with people that have no idea what the metaverse is? Uh, a little bit. Okay. It, it doesn't go very well. Yeah, I, can okay. I can imagine. I, I actually broached the subject with a guy that I know, and I literally think he thought I had been smoking crack or something. Really? He had no idea. Really? Just like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, this could you know, potentially be a really big deal and kind of serious. And he's just like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know what to think. It was, it was a little overwhelming, I think. You, well, you know, I, I think, and it's funny you would bring that up because... You kind of go, at one point you talk about it a bunch, you go, okay, is this even a possibility? Is this real? (laughs) But then you look at, because you know we're in a capitalist society, so economics drives everything. The um, companies that you mentioned are killing it Mm -hmm. just on the thought that metaverse could be a real thing. Yes, Uh, NVIDIA is up like 10% um, from the last time you even talked about it, which is... Everybody around going, oh, this is yeah. something. You know what I mean? It's, and, it's and giving credence. Nvidia to it. was doing killer beforehand, so yeah. a ten percent on top of that is incredible. Yeah, um, and I will say the same for some of the crypto um, that are related. Like there's one called Mana, um, which is um, oh geez, it's vir- vir- virtual land or some. Anyway, it's a it's a crypto that's based on being able to buy. Uh, virtual things, you okay. know, we talked yep. about yep. whatever. Yep. So this is this is one of the ones, and then there's another one called Engine, which is a company that builds driving mechanisms for the the inside the metaverse. I mean, it's just again, it, it's, it's just it's crazy. Yeah, it's just, imagine the, the what we're going to be talking about in ten years, yeah. honestly, because uh, it, it, it it it's yeah. But either way, I just thought it was really funny thinking about. The world as a uh, as a simulation, and we're moving right into it, right? Yeah. But you know, and the, the thing, the question is though, is we have you know we've talked about a lot of different things. We've talked about job satisfaction, life satisfaction, things like that. Mm-hmm. And one thing that has become painfully clear in our society is we have a lot of unhappy people. Yeah, right. We have a lot totally. of people doing jobs they don't like. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of people that are just generally not happy with where they're at. So. That, then that begs the question, if there is an opportunity to live in this metaverse, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. and you can completely transform your life into something else, you know, I just, that is, I don't know, that's a little scary to me. It's scary and appealing. Yes, It's appealing to true. people. It will be appealing to people, for sure. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, okay, so so today, yeah, yeah. today we're going to do our first of, it's in the news it's in the news so we decided kind of a lighthearted uh podcast would be kind of fun and so we went around and we gathered true now these are all true news stories yeah from around the globe yeah okay um and it actually it was i laughed you know last night i was telling some of my, my wife some of the stories and they're hilarious and she didn't believe there were okay so i will say this i got onto a a website it's kind of like do you know what the onion is yeah okay yeah, yeah yeah so this 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 i think it was called the world press it's like the onion <laughs> yeah. and i did i'd never heard of it so yeah i'm reading these incredibly funny stories crazy and then i figured out wait a minute well, this, this isn't yeah. too good to be true <laughs> Too so funny to be you real. You do have to check your sources, and I, yeah. and I eventually caught on after about the third story. You know, and yeah. I, think, I think the one that got me was the supposedly the cousins that were having sex next to a funeral. Yeah, and mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. when told to quiet down and knock it off, they wouldn't at the church. And I'm like, okay, I just wait a I'm minute, sorry. hold on. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait a minute. So it was, that was, yeah, that was fake. Okay, fake news. Oh, you don't say. No. Yeah, you don't say. <laughs> so, okay, so Carden, you go first. What? Tell me Tell me an outlandish true news story. Okay, uh, outlandish and true. I'm going to save my best for last. Okay, okay yeah, so we're going. Uh, so we're going to go into it. Uh, and I think that you, you've probably seen this. This has actually made some national news too, right? So there was a, a hiker. In, uh, in Colorado, right? Goes off on his hike. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be back towards the um, the end of the, the day and he, he doesn't show up, right? So oh. he's been gone for six hours, six right. to eight hours at this point, right? Okay. And so um, they start calling him. He's got his cell phone. They start calling him, trying to find him. And uh, eventually what happens is 24 hours later, they, they find him. He kind of comes stumbling out of the wilderness, right? Okay. And everybody's been looking for him for a long time. And they kind of say, hey, uh, we tried to reach out to you. We tried to call you. And he goes, oh, yeah, but it, it was a number I didn't recognize, so I didn't answer it. <laughs> Lost in the wilderness for 20 hours. His phone is blowing up. It's a call. Now, this speaks to our age, does it? Do you think even six years ago that somebody would have ignored that that many times? But he's like, out of the wilderness, hiking, starving. I'm, I'm going to die. And this, oh, robocalls, right? <laughs> I'm getting spammed out here in the wilderness, and uh, yeah, I can't. I just can't get away. I can't disconnect. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that speaks volumes. That yeah, imagine that. So so that also says he has cell service. Yeah, so he, he could have called somebody. Well, just, bingo, right? Oh the questions gosh. on this, right? And and so the uh, they come back and they're the spokesperson that was you know doing the search trying to find people says, you know, just as a PSA, if you're lost and it's been a long time and you can't find your way and you're getting consistent missed calls from the same number just as a, up. a yeah just pick up and answer it right because what we're trying to do is find you and bring you to safety uh that okay so quick quick joke that reminds me of a joke this uh so there was this flood right and it's getting worse and worse and in this guy climbs up on his roof right and pretty soon this this motorboat comes by to pick him up and they say you know come on come on guy get in the get in the boat and he's like no he goes i'm gonna stay here i have i have faith that the lord will deliver mm-hmm. the lord will deliver you know he will he will prevent you know he will save me and uh they said well okay and they leave and pretty soon a little while later the river rises even higher and another boat shows up and they say, you got to get on now. You know, he says, mm-hmm. no, no. He says, I'm okay. He said, the Lord, the Lord's going to take care of me. You know, and my life is in his hands. Yeah. So they leave and, and right, you know, the water's just up to the, the top of the roof, you know, and this helicopter sees this guy mm-hmm. and it flies down there and says, come on, you got to get on here. And he says, no, he says, I'm okay. I, I'm trusting my life in the Lord's hands. Yeah. Well, he drowns. <laughs> yeah, he drowns. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So he's he's up at the pearly gates and and uh, he's he's on his way into heaven and Saint Peter's there and he says uh, he says well welcome welcome you know we didn't expect to see you here and he says well he says I I put my life in your hands what happened he says well we sent you two boats and a helicopter <laughs> what more did you want what else do you want. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Hmm. So there you go. Okay. So pick up your cell phone, people. Uh, you jump know, jump it, on the helicopter. It, this actually reminds me too that this is uh, uh, in all seriousness. Oh. Um, this is for real. Like you know, people that aren't from places where there's mountains and this kind of acreage that goes forever with yes. nothing. Yes. Um, they kind of have this idea of just like, oh, we can. Just, we'll just go hike. We'll be fine, yeah. right? Yes. And, oh, I'm just going to veer off the trail for just a little bit because yep. I want to see. And the next thing you know, it's been 24 hours and they can't find you. Yes. And because you can get turned around so quick. Yes. And and, and then you factor in things like weather. Yeah. When, when I was, uh, when we lived in Lewistown, I was on search and rescue for about three years. And we didn't do a lot because, you know, around there, most of the people were um, from there, you know, yeah. we didn't get a lot of out of state hunters and things like that. But that happens a lot where people from that are not familiar with an area mm-hmm. um, come there. And once you get back in the mountains and you lose kind of this orientation of where you're at, mm-hmm. and then if you have like a snow event, which happened to me one time, you can't see anything. You mm-hmm. can't see up, down. If you're using mountains to landmark and you can't see the mountains, or, you know, I was in a storm so bad, you couldn't hardly tell what was uphill, downhill. It was, yeah. You just get snow blind, a blizzard, you know, blind, whatever. Uh, a whiteout, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, no, it, it and people it happens every year, you know, and sometimes they don't make it. Yeah, exactly right. I remember my uh, my parents came out to visit us, and then we had another family come in. This is when I had just got to Montana, and I think my brother had been there for a while. Either way, we do the we do this hike, and my brother puts out at the beginning like one of these like, okay, here this is the trail, and we need to stay together. I know you guys haven't been here. This is kind of the, the right. mountains and stuff. So let's, you know, stay yep. on the trail and this is what we do. And he kind of does this shift at the end where he looks directly at my mom and says, okay, stay on the trail. <laughs> Make sure we're following. And of course, and of course my mom is just like, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> you know, well, we go back to these waterfalls. It was awesome. We had a great time. Yeah. She decides with her friend that was there, we're going to go back. We're going to start hiking because they were moving a little bit slow and say, okay. hey, we're going to start hiking. And my brother is like, you should wait for us. <laughs> she says, no, we'll be fine. I know the trail. Please wait for us. We'll get everybody going right now, right? Uh, no, we'll be okay. Okay, fine. We go. We do the hour hike that's out and get to the end. And they weren't there. They weren't there. Oh, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> then my brother, of course, starts freaking out and uh, he's he runs. So he's like, okay, you guys stay right here. Yeah. He runs the trail all the way back, finds a fork, goes and finds him heading they, in the complete wrong direction. Oh, I think yeah, he, that's how it happens. Yeah. I think he met them coming back to the trail. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> because they had figured it out. They turned around. So maybe they, you know, yeah. maybe they would have made it. But uh, either way, it, in, on a just a routine family hike yeah. that they're oh, yeah. well marked trail yeah. and all it takes is you know every trail around here has forks all yeah. the way off it, it well and like i said if you're not familiar with it you have no idea what's north south east west so no okay that's funny okay so so <clears throat> my story yeah. is going to take us to london england <laughs> to a zoo and four parrots had to be removed from the zoo <laughs> yeah uh, because they had such foul language <laughs> they they offended people and they on a regular basis would would tell people to f off and <laughs> somebody had taught them to call people fat twats <laughs> <laughs> which in in england that that's a more common insult but and that was among other things so they'd gain such popularity that visitors would trade insults with the parrots they became a little show yeah it became people would come by and and yell obscenities at the parents which at the parrots which only expanded their vocabulary oh oh, that's awesome so they ended up having to be removed and split up uh the zoo ultimately determined it was in the children's at the zoo the best interest in the children that visited the zoo not to hear the parrot's foul mouth. So, uh, and the parrots yeah. are now at a boarding school <laughs> where they're being taught. <laughs> they're they're a, an etiquette school. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But I guess things are going. Apparently, parrots are very stubborn. <laughs> Every time they, they try to, okay, so let's take a look. Come on, this is a fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so I was picturing. So you know, you're uh, say you're a uh, an adoption agency for animals, and you're preparing these animals <laughs> to go to the zoo, and you just yeah. load these birds up with the most yeah. vile, hostile things you can think <laughs> yeah. of, you know, and yeah. turn them loose onto the general public. And uh, uh, apparently, somebody was laughing. Oh, but, that's uh, hilarious! Yeah, so they, they 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 were kept alive. They weren't like euthanized or anything. They yeah. just split up. You know, apparently they weren't good together. Oh, that's hilarious! Uh, I've been watching Ted Lasso. Um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. which is, you know, set in, in, in London. Yeah. And uh, I, I feel like they treat cussing much different than we do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They, what we consider some of the, the worst words uh-huh. are their, you know, just, yeah. It's, Common it, vernacular. Yes, yeah. it is. I, yeah. I would just uh, um, uh, talking to somebody that was saying that they were at a bar the other day and somebody was using the F word every other word. Yeah. And uh, I think that that is just commonplace yeah. over there. And even watching the show, you get a little desensitized to it because it's used like... Um, <clears throat> It, it just it's an adjective some, yeah exactly yeah. It, it's a verb it's an adjective it's whatever you know and yeah. the way that they use it in their language you don't even think about it yeah and then after two or three episodes you're like oh that's just how they talk no well deal. i can tell you that um like it, it working cattle uh-huh. you you become a completely different person <laughs> you're, you're even the most mild-mannered you know soft-spoken people pretty soon they're the same the most raunchy <laughs> yeah. you know insulting <laughs> yeah it, it's and the cows register that 
and it really <laughs> makes them move faster and it makes them uh the, the cows register anger for sure yeah they, <laughs> yeah. they know when you're you're angry so uh, that's funny okay okay what else you got oh okay here's a good one here's a good one okay I'll just read you the the headline of this one. Okay. New York firefighters rescue naked man stuck in bathroom wall for several days. (laughs) Officials say. (laughs) So a little little background. I guess uh, somebody was going to the bathroom and heard some knocking on the sheetrock. And so they went to to (laughs) ask for... Wasn't it? This is in a movie theater, a landmark theater. Yeah, a landmark theater is what it is. So I don't know if this is a theater that was doing like movies or this was like an actual like plays plays and stuff like that. Theatrical. Uh, Yeah. So they uh, it was after hours. Somebody was using the bathroom. They heard a little rapa tapa, and uh, it sounded urgent. So firefighters come. Sure enough, stuck between the walls, naked man that had been there for a few days. Okay, I have a. I know nothing about this. Nothing. I have a I have a hunch what was going on. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. I think he was a peeping tom. Okay. okay. And was probably in there peeping at people using the restrooms yeah, okay. for his own sexual pleasure. Oh, I would I, you would you think that? I think so, but and how he, somehow he got stuck. Yeah, and somehow he got stuck and couldn't get out. Um, and the pictures of it show like almost like a man-sized cavity. So it's you know he was he had found himself into a place where he could just hang out, um, but they had to treat him for dehydration <laughs> <laughs> because he had been in there for three days without being able to get out. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's a that's a dedicated peeping tom. Yeah, I seriously. mean he he realized I I can't leave. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give up the best spot you know that I yeah. I found. Wow, this is super nice. You I wonder thought- if he was the maintenance guy. <laughs> He was. He was the sheetrock repairman. Could you imagine him following this like this little piece of fiber optic? Being like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> this is connected to my computer. It's definitely not the internet. I'm on Wi-Fi, and then beep 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 beep. Next thing you know, he's naked in the walls. <laughs> he's good. I can't find where this Wait thing is terminated. What, what is this a little crack in the wall? What? Oh, well, that's the women's bathroom. Mm, that's, well, that's odd. That's what? strange. Oh, somebody's in there. I'll just. I guess I'll hang out here. I guess for I should also take off all my clothes. <laughs> Well, he wasn't very well prepared. He didn't bring any snacks or water or anything. <laughs> well, I'm sure he was dehydrated. He was probably losing hydration. You know? Yeah, just sweating it out in there. Please, water. Uh, Give me some water. Speaking of dedicated peeping toms, you've heard the story about the porta potty guy in the scuba suits. What? <laughs> Never heard that? You never heard that? No, is this true? (laughs) This is real, yeah. Lay lay it on me. A guy was in a... So these vault toilets, right? That are the... uh, um, The big ones that have the uh, the big spaces underneath. You would see it yeah. like a national park or something, right? Yeah. Caught a guy in there with scuba gear <laughs> and a camera. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Think about... First of all, this is that's planned out. Oh. You know what I mean? He's got scuba gear. He's got to find his way in. This is something that is just not spur in the moment. I feel like this story, naked guy in the wall, is spur of the moment. Like, oh, oh I found God. a great cavity. I'm going to be in there. He didn't plant no snacks, no water. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's naked, knocking on the wall, being like, get me out of here, right? Other story, he's got everything prepared. He's got like he's got to have a waterproof camera. He's oh got all God. of his scuba gear. Oh. <laughs> Right, that is beyond disgusting, and yeah. And, yeah. and the video you'd be getting, um, not yeah, <laughs> I would definitely say that's not my most flattering side, <laughs> yeah. no. And, uh, and also, I mean, it is what it is, but those are also, uh, you know, um, unisex, you can anybody, so you can imagine him being like the door creaks open, and then he'd be like, Oh, come well, on. yeah, oh, dude, a dude, I'll sit this there peeing. you're looking down, all of a sudden, there's a dude with the glasses of scuba gear oh, looking up at you, oh, that'd be a little creepy. I bet that's how he was caught. <laughs> Could you imagine doing that, doing that, and then looking down and seeing a guy looking up with you in scuba gear? Yeah, and to think I was always afraid of spiders. Yeah, snakes. <laughs> nope, not anymore. Yeah, I've never seen a spider with camera gear <laughs> no, in there, no. so oh. that's that is very. Uh, funny. The links people will go disgusting. <laughs> the what? The links people will go to. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, the links. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. so Gross. I have another funny one. So this okay. is now we're going to travel to Germany. Okay. So apparently, uh, during the COVID outbreak. Um, 
two two soccer teams were going to play a soccer match, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the soccer teams decided to institute a social distancing. Very responsible. Right. Makes sense. Okay. So they tried to play the soccer game while social distancing from mm-hmm. the opposing soccer team. Okay. Mm-hmm. They lost 37 to 0. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I want to. No, uh, no, but keep in mind, soccer is usually one to one, two to one. 30 to, 37 to zero is, yeah, that's substantial. Could you imagine the coach in there after, okay, watching the film? Okay, yeah. I, I, I see, okay, yeah. I see, he, you see, he made it from one side all the way to the other of the field and it was completely untouched. Nobody even tried to get at him or do anything. Nobody, nobody bothered to intervene with the ball or they, they would come at him and it's just, I, I just pictured this, like this force field around yeah, these guys, yeah, you know, they yeah. just get it and people just bounce off or fall away, you know. As, just waiting for the guy to kick it. <laughs> just beyond six feet so they could get it. It's just one guy by himself slowly dribbling the yeah, ball, keeping it I don't think he'd even run. I think he just kind of walked the ball down. I mean, why <laughs> expend energy if you don't have to? But, but Carden, 37 to zero. Yeah. Yeah. At what point does the other team kind of go like, what are we doing here? Well, and, and I read about it, and the reason they just didn't forfeit yeah. is you're financially penalized you have to play the game gotcha okay and they're like okay well we'll play it well here's the other interesting thing is the opposing team all tested negative for covid so it's not like they had a bunch of coughing wheezing feverish players out there i bet they did once the game started (laughs) (laughs) okay guys go out there and look as sick as possible okay i want a lot of coughing hacking uh sneezing don't put your arm up i want you to i want you to spray the field with your bodily fluids oh man oh could you imagine trying to just even watching five minutes of the game that actually reminds me remember oh gosh i think this was a big story like three years ago um in the middle of like everybody wins right like uh there is no like competition's a bad thing you remember that whole oh, thing yeah that came yeah, out, yeah, right? yeah yeah they uh they're i think it was canadian uh kids were were playing uh i don't know this might have been in the u.s either way in, in spirit of everybody wins, they were having right. soccer matches, but they uh, didn't want anybody to feel left out. Mm-hmm. So instead of having a soccer ball, they would use an imaginary ball. <laughs> <laughs> so they would drop an imaginary ball to start it. And then you could just imagine, I mean, these are, I think they were kids. So then all of a sudden, chaos. <laughs> Because everybody has their own ball. There's no, I mean, obviously it's imaginary, so I don't even know what they were doing. But at the end, everybody won and everybody scored the same amount of goals. And, that is uh, awesome. That is great. Can you imagine? Can you imagine imaginary basketball? Oh, man. Wouldn't that be I, awesome? I would have literally 9,000 points. Oh, yeah. I would hit every three. I would hit, I would hit every shot. Sh- I would set the record. Can you believe for- this? He's shooting 100%. He hasn't missed. He's not even dribbling the ball. He's just throwing it at the hoop. He's making every... This is incredible, people. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that might be carrying it a little far. A little bit too far, and, and I think so. Anybody that's watched little kids play soccer anyway, yeah. it's not the most... You know, it's not the most highly competitive thing you've ever seen. You no. know, and and half the times this the, the the best thing of the whole game is the snack break, right? Right. The That's when you slices. really get those kids fired up when it's <laughs> yeah. time for the you know the uh, fruit roll ups yeah. and the, the little the yeah. little Kool Aid break or whatever you know. And uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine that would go very well. So. I think I think that that would entice me more to see little kids <laughs> soccer if it was imaginary because uh, I watched a few little kids soccer games. My kids aren't there yet, but I'll be sitting in a lot of them in the future. Um, but if somebody was just this imaginary, I, chaos would have to reign, right? Could you imagine the kids run around do it like... Uh, <laughs> oh, no, Carton. Wait until we have the Metaverse Soccer Club. Oh, my gosh. You're going to have a bunch of kids standing around yeah, yeah. With, with headsets on, You're gonna be doing kicking this. their feet and looking like they're having seizures just yes. with no, no, no integrated coordination. They're just going to be sitting there like they're vibrating and running in place and... Yeah, that'll oh, be man. really this interesting. Is, this is great. Oh man, that was awesome. <laughs> it's kind of like watching somebody dance if you just take the music away. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it it'll just, be the it same loses, thing. It loses its appeal. <laughs> yes, especially if they're a crazy dancer. Then it just looks like they're they're having some sort Are of you, you know seizures or something. Yeah, you're know. okay. Do yeah. you need to seek medical attention? Yeah, that doesn't look comfortable. You doing all right? 
Oh uh, man. I'm, you know what? I'm glad that that is one fad <laughs> that kind of came around and I think is left. I think people saw it. Oh, I don't know. I'd be, I, I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing, but I, I don't know. I don't, with, you think with the around? woke movement that's oh, around, yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Well, we'll see. I'll be plunging right into it. Yep. That's so right. We'll see. You got, we'll see. Of, of age. Okay. What you got? Buddy? Okay. Here we go. Uh, my, uh, my story of the day here. You ready? Mm-hmm. Here's the headline. Court rules Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos are legally people. <laughs> okay, so some some backstory with this. Okay. Uh, Pablo yeah. Escobar, we know, doesn't no introduction required, right? right. Um, and he's dead. He's dead, right. yes. Okay. Um, but he's, he, in the height of his reign, had imported four hippos into Colombia. Okay. Um, which, by the way, why? Because he had a lot of money. He's exotic. I, I know, but like maybe a jaguar yeah. or something. A hippos? Yeah. Okay, if I you're I'm just saying if you're a drug lord, right? And you have you got tons of money or whatever. I don't think he had a zoo. I think he just all of a sudden had a hippos. What is like the animal that you would be bringing in? I yeah, I don't know. Not a hippo. Not a I hippo. I mean, no, no, I don't think so. My only thought was a that, tiger, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm I'm more, you know, call me cliche, but I would want a nice, you know, Siberian tiger. You are a tiger you know. king. Uh, yeah, yeah, you are. The tiger king. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, see, that's what I'm saying. Something like that, maybe a big bird or something, but hippos. <laughs> like, something. An, like a foul-mouthed parrot? Yeah, give me a, give me four foul-mouthed <laughs> parrots. And then everybody who comes by that's not doing what I want them to do in my big uh, drug lord business, you got to sit there and you got to take it from the parrots. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta be verbally assaulted by the parents for a half an hour. Yes, you yeah, I, you know, but, but did you ever see the show? Now this is an old movie, Scarface. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, imagine being a criminal, mm-hmm. but having essentially unlimited money. Yeah. And so you have the criminal mentality, but mm-hmm. you have unlimited funds. I think excess is the norm. Right? right, big houses, all these cars. I mean, I'm sure they would say, you know what? I'm bored. I want to fly some. Oh, wait a minute! I don't have a jet. Boom. Have a jet. Yeah. yeah. You know, Enrique, go get me a jet. Yes. You know, find it. Make it happen. Um, and they're bored. Mm-hmm. The, and, and I think the, the the kind of shock thing is, you know, you you get well, like Mike Tyson had a tiger. I mean, right. I think these yeah, wealthy yeah. people do this kind of just weird. Yeah, the hippos, I don't know, but but it seems to me to be just another one-upmanship, you yeah, know? Well, you agreed. have a tiger, well, I have hippopotamuses. Well, my thought was, first of all, Scarface, did you like that movie? I did. Really? Back, well, I saw it back in the day. I think it was in high school or, or college, but yeah. Are it, you kidding me? Tony right Montana, that was a, he was a badass. <laughs> I couldn't stand it. I, couldn't, I can't, couldn't watch that thing. But either way, okay, my thought went to um, Nefarious. Right. Oh yeah. The hippos are in there. Super aggressive animals. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Could you imagine throwing somebody into a no. hippo cage with no. four hippos? No, they would. Hippos kill more people in Africa than any other wild animal. Yeah, extremely territorial. Yes, right? and, and aggressive. Super aggressive and, and huge. Have yes. you ever seen a, a full size hippo? I have in a zoo before. Yeah. yeah. And actually, I, he, I would, was, he was he uh, was yelling profanities at me, <laughs> which is the worst part. <laughs> Who are you calling a hippo? Who are you calling fat? <laughs> huh? Look at you. Look at you. Um, okay. Yeah, that's that's funny. So and and so what was the whole reasoning behind the them calling the okay. people? Yeah. So, so, so here's what happens. Right. So they have yes, that's exactly basically what it boils down okay. to. So four hippos initially, right? Um, right. You know the Escobar thing gets taken down. These hippos get released kind of into Colombia, and now they're looking at a population of eighty hippos. Right. So now they've got this massive hippo population. Now wait a minute. You're saying from those four from those four kind they of have just eighty hippos now? Eighty hippos now. Criminy. I didn't realize they produce so fast. Well, I think well, it's been time, right? Yeah, because that's true. Es- goes Escobar's era to now, but yeah, that's true. still and I think they live quite a long time. Yeah, I think too. they do too. So now there's this eighty population, you know, hippo population there that is essentially wrecking havoc on the ecosystem they're wild they're wild yeah they just they just turned them loose hippopotamus they've been actually released. hey now you know just a, a kind of, of casual note yes a friend of mine that was a roommate um, in college was from africa yeah um and the correct pronunciation is hippopotamus no yes it is impossible I, no it's not i'm telling you hippopotamus hey well you say hippopotamus i say hippopotamus <laughs> 
I'm telling you, he because it, there was there was actually several words that we say incorrectly. Really? Yes. Um, Adidas. Yeah. Is Adidas. I've heard people say Adidas. Yes. But honestly, I have to stifle a snicker when they say Adidas because I just kind of go like, "Come on, dude!" <laughs> like what? Nike. No, that's yes, impossible. it is. That's a lie. Okay, it is Nike. It is I, I, I know, Nike. I'm, but no I'm, the hippopotamus is a true story. Look it up. Look it up. I think you're thinking of hypothalamus. <laughs> Do you say schedule or schedule? <laughs> well, I say it like every normal person does. Schedule. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I say it. Do you know why I switched it? Why? James Bond says it that way. Does he? In England, it's schedule. Well, that's why I always say glacia. <laughs> I never say glacier. 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 And aluminium. Aluminium is correct. Yes, aluminium. Aluminum is incorrect. Well, you know, that would be a whole episode on its own is words we mispronounce. Oh, just tons of them. Yeah. Done. Um, Anyways, back to the hippopotamus. I'm not going to say it. I can't. I'm just going to stay with hippo for now because that's technically correct. So anyways... uh, Future, 80 hippos running around wild, right? Yeah. Columbia says we need some help because they're killing the ecosystem, right? There's basically two, <laughs> there's essentially two schools of thought. They're either wrecking havoc on the ecosystem or they've integrated well and are taking it back to where it was prior to. So it's actually helping the ecosystem. Right. That's what the argument is, okay? These um, people essentially... And this is really layman's how this has happened. Right. There's a lot of legalese that goes into that, but essentially say we need some um, biologists to come from U.S. to study this and determine whether or not they're actually destroying the ecosystem because they want to put them to death. They want to kill all the hippopotamuses, right? right? right. So this group is trying to lobby for them not to be killed. Right. They want intervention from some expertise to say, okay. actually, no, they're doing fine, right? right. In order for these people, these biology experts to go over there and to look at those hippos, they have to be uh, mandated by the court to do that. And the only way that they can do that is if, now this is layman's, is if the hippos request them to come on their behalf. Okay. So they recognize them as people and are going to assume Right. As people, that they would want this to happen exactly, in their right. own behalf, in their on their behalf to protect okay. their rights, to protect them from being killed, right? Okay. So the okay. uh, essentially, uh, so basically, long story short, all the hippos get together and they talk about it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> they vote. They vote. All those in favor, they take a vote and Say, they decide. Uh, <laughs> and you and they all did. They said. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then the court rules. Okay, so I, this is what I think is the most interesting part. Okay, okay. So the court basically says, okay, yes, we, we're coming, hippos. We're going to come to help you. Probably because they they don't want these hippos to be killed, right? So right. it's in the best interest of the, you know, whatever. Sure, right? sure. But as you know, U.S. law is all based upon precedent, right? So now for the very first time in history, we've legally recognized an animal as a human. What okay? Did you read about the German Shepherd that sold his, sold his mansion? I saw a headline thirty two million dollars. <laughs> that German Shepherd sold his mansion, and that mansion was formerly owned by Madonna. But how? Okay. Yeah, what? I. You know what? I I just read the headlines like everybody else. I did not delve into it. I should have for our podcast today. But um, no, he was he was left as the heir right to oh, to this so fortune. It was. It was it was passed on to him in a yes, will. Yes. Okay. And so obviously somebody mm-hmm. is making his decisions because dogs don't have opposable thumbs and they can't sign contracts. Now, wait so a minute. Let's backtrack that a little bit. So you're saying that this dog didn't put it on market? No, no. I think he had some help with that. Oh, did he? I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, again, okay. going back to the dogs don't have opposable thumbs. So I think dialing, oh, right. I think his smartphone, the yes, whole thing is. Right, right, right. And he's probably got, he's got probably got helpers anyway. I mean, oh. if he's that wealthy. Gosh, he's making, he's making so yeah. much money right now. He's buying, he's picking out a jet. He's going to buy a hippo, I heard. Oh, is he? Yeah. Ooh, there's actually some for sale in Columbia. <laughs> actually, would he buy a hippo or would he buy just a person? Would, I, would he put a person bones, on display? <laughs> or just like puke? 
I mean, what would he, come on, it's a dog, know. what would he yeah. do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So my, my last one is we're going to, we're going to go now to the wonderful country of France. Oh, nice. Yes. Nothing weird happens in France. No. Mm-hmm. Or does it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, a guy's in his house <laughs> and there's an annoying house fly. <sighs> I mean, I it happens. That. I know. I, I hate, hate it all that. the time. Yeah. And he tried to kill it, and he could not kill that housefly. Yeah. But guess what, Cardin? He happened to have an electronic or electric fly swatter. Okay. Yeah. Kind so of like a, like a, like a handheld bug zapper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he fired this baby up, and he goes swinging at the at the fly. Mm-hmm. Well, what he didn't know, Cardin, is he had a gas leak in his house, and apparently he uh-huh. swung the fly swatter a little too close to the gas leak. He blew up his house. Oh, my gosh. He, he did. He blew up his house. It's okay because he survived. He did have some burns. Oh, at least he made it out. The, the rescuer said it was amazing that he survived because the house was a total wreck. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. Um, and the, the culmination of the story uh-huh. ends with nobody knows what happened to the fly. He's probably he's still out there. I okay. So my mind goes to: Did the fly turn on the gas? Oh gosh, I never. Yes. I mean, think about it. Maybe that that fly could literally be a serial killer. Yeah. That guy doesn't know how lucky he is. He doesn't. He got off. But the good news is, flies only live about forty-eight hours, so it's going to be a short crime spree. Man, that uh, uh, Darwin words. You remember the Darwin oh, yeah. Awards? Yes, yeah. this is a classic. Now, of course, the guy didn't pass away, but the stories that you have of how people find ways to die. to die. Uh, Th- there was a show. Did you ever watch the show A Thousand Ways to Die? Yes, okay. I did. Yes. You know, and how morbid are we that we tune in knowing every story we're going to see is going to end in somebody dying? Yes. So when you were on hiatus, I did a podcast on... Um, Negativity, right? Oh, yeah, Trying to be yeah. positive oh, in a world full of negativity. Yep. And one of the things I talked about was the popularity of the cr- true crime podcast, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Knowing that every podcast you listen to, somebody's mm. going to get whacked, right? Yes. Somebody's dying in this thing, but that yep. doesn't, no, well, that's okay. I'm okay with that. No, no, I, I thrive on that, apparently. Um, so the, on that show, A Thousand Ways to Die, you, know, you knew everybody was going to die. Every time. Every, you know, here's our main character. Oh, he looks like a nice guy. Well, you know he's going to die. He's not going to make it. Yeah. Okay, spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> my, uh. my, okay, so my favorite, not to go into this, but there was one. Two guys actually died. And they found them in a bakery room of a bakery. <laughs> yeah. Dead. Yeah. Okay, covered in cocoa powder. <laughs> Okay, so what had happened is they were working, right, and apparently got into a cocoa dust fight. Well, of course. And started throwing cocoa at each other and pouring cocoa out. Well, cocoa is extremely fine. Yeah. It plugged up their lungs. Oh, you're And they suffocated. Both of them. Just, yeah, they found them covered in cocoa. Laying on the floor, dead. Jerry, so, Jerry cut it out. <laughs> Jerry, quit it. I'm trying to bake. Well, you want you want to go, Jerry? Okay. Here's some cocoa dust on you. All right. <laughs> oh, you, that's a good one. You got me going. <laughs> yeah. Dead. I, yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's that. Not not a good way to die. No, not a good choking way to on go. cocoa. Oh, can you? Imagine? It would be delicious. A delicious way to go. Oh. I guess. Did you ever do the cinnamon challenge? I did one. Same thing. Yeah. That thing. That cinnamon immediately. Soaks up every bit Everything. of moisture. You cannot, yep. yeah. So that would be actually awful. That would be a terrible way to go. Yeah. Yes. So that reminds me of two things. Okay. One, persimmons. You ever had a persimmon? No. Unripened persimmons are like cotton balls. Ugh. They take every bit of moisture out of your Why mouth. Why would I eat that? Uh, well, you wouldn't unless <laughs> you didn't know. So I was out collecting, uh, collecting, this is kind of an offshoot of many different stories, but out collecting black walnuts on my uh, my grandma's uh, farm. Okay. Because you could collect, uh, you know, truckloads of them and take them down and they would take them and give you money per pound, right? Okay. So we would always, you know, do this. And uh, my grandpa one time said, you guys ever had a persimmon? There was a persimmon tree. He said, no. He said, pulled out three persimmons. He goes, here you go. Try them out. And you bite into that thing and you're... What what is it? It's it's like a fruit, a ripe persimmon. It's oh like my a fruit. Gosh. But this thing was like it took 
every little bit of moisture out of your mouth. Your mouth was so covered. <laughs> you couldn't even talk. It was just like your tongue couldn't even move. And that was just my grandpa just tricking us. And he was like, lying to Where can up. I get some? Yeah, lying to sell up. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're delicious. You're going to love them. <laughs> I, uh, that sounds like a great gag. Where can I get some? Oh, yeah. It, 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 well, it was a great gag. I was going to order some syrup of Ipecac, but I think oh. I like the persimmons better. Have I you ever that. done like a, a food prank like that on somebody? Yes. You actually, have? Yeah, I What did. was it? I did. Syrup of Ipecac. Oh, was it really? Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to go any further. Okay, I will say this. It works. Does it? Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I felt terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not as bad as they felt. Yeah, that's true. I'm a new, I'm a changed person card, and I would never do that now. Oh, man. But it did take once to kind of see. Yeah. That reminds me of people taking Oreos and filling toothpaste up. And have you ever heard that one? No. Take a bunch of Oreos, open them up, scrape it all out, and then put toothpaste back into it and put oh. it back together <laughs> and feed people <laughs> toothpaste Oreos. <laughs> you never heard of that? Oh, no, that's funny. You know, so when I was in high school, a, a buddy of mine would come stay with us, and we had a kind of a ritual. We'd make milkshakes. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. And so one time uh, I was making his milkshake, and I took his straw, and I sucked it full of Miracle Whip. <laughs> yeah. So the straw is preloaded with Miracle Whip, and yeah. then I stuck it in his mouth. Oh, with Miracle Whip. <laughs> Miracle oh. Whip, the sandwich spread. Yeah, it was yeah, like yes, yes, so, yes. So, and then I stuck the straw in his milkshake. Oh, <laughs> so, so his first big suck was. <laughs> It was Miracle Whip mayonnaise. And I remember he pulls his head back and he's doing the, you know, like trying to understand the texture and what was going on. He's just like, and he looks at his cup, like, and he, he sees that it's milkshake and he just can't figure it out. You know, he's like, because he What's didn't see me do it. What's going on here? Yeah. No, he didn't, he didn't see me do it at all. Well, that reminds me of uh, um, another, this is another story. My dad, uh, my dad worked uh, in a, a, a church, and he was, you know, had his office and stuff. But in the the church bathroom, he would leave um, his toothbrush and toothpaste because he would brush his teeth after <laughs> after lunch, right? Yeah. So one day, uh, he walks into the bathroom to brush his teeth over lunch, and he looks at the the woman that's cleaning, and she's holding his toothbrush. <laughs> And uh, sure enough, for like the last month, she's been going to town on all the urinals and toilets with his toothbrush. This is your dad. This is my dad. <laughs> yeah. God, Phil, your breath stinks like ugh, urine. It smells like a urinal. Hmm. That's weird. I just brushed them. <laughs> I guess I better go brush again. Yeah, go try you know, that I one more time. I just I brush and brush and brush, and uh, I just can't get that taste out of my mouth. Oh yes. So that reminds me of a no. I okay. So this was kind of urban legend, but it, it was an urban legend that actually went factual. Okay. Okay. The urban legend was guy goes on vacation uh-huh. and comes home, develops his film, oh, okay. and uh-huh. there's pictures of the cabin boys sticking his tooth his toothbrush in, in the rectum. Oh. Okay. <laughs> And then taking pictures with his camera. Oh, my gosh. Put it back on there. And then, so that was the urban legend. Well, it comes out that people were really doing it. Oh. So whether they heard the urban legend and decided to act on it or not, but yeah. Oh, my God. What kind of person do you have to be to do that? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? What, it, what do just, you go, And then you're taking a picture. <laughs> Again, this goes back to scuba guy. There was a lot of thought into this. I go, you know, it's not an instant payoff, but imagine the look you know, on his face well, when he develops these photos. You know what it photos. is? It's the ultimate F you, right? <laughs> yes, okay. okay. I'm, I'm the cabin yeah, boy. I'm yeah. sleeping down by the engine room. Yeah. Okay. You're in the, you're in the executive suite. Yep. Um, here's a little F you. Yeah, exactly. You know? uh-huh. and, and it's no different than the disgruntled employees at fast food that do uh, crazy things to your food. And apparently, apparently it's happened more than what we know. Um, and I, 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 and that's why, Cardin, that's why you're nice to people. Yes. Okay. Exactly. When, when you get to Burger King or McDonald's mm-hmm, or whatever, mm-hmm. don't be a jerk because 
they're no, they're going to notice that, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to get that one guy that's going to go, hmm, I got a little something for you, okay. buddy. Yeah, and you can have instant repercussions yeah, that you Karen. would not even know about. Hey, Karen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How's that uh, How's that Mountain Dew, Karen? Oh, see, you can't even, um, I can't even begin <laughs> to think about that because I could never go to a restaurant again. And I'll tell you, I worked in some restaurants in some places where yeah. none of that stuff happened. but right. That you know of. That I know of. <laughs> but just the, uh, just the food creation process where some things would happen accidentally where you kind of go, eh, yeah. I'm just going to brush that off. Yep. I think we're all right. It would only take a second for a quick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. That makes you want to puke. I can't. Uh, okay, well, that's it. That's ruined it. Yeah, I'm only I, making my own stuff from here on out. Never. You know. No, Carton, just be nice to people. Oh, just be it, nice that, to that, people. That's, that's true. That's the karma rule is just be nice to people. And this is another um, reason why the metaverse is going to be so popular. Yeah. Because they, that, nobody can, nobody can spit that. in your food in the metaverse. <laughs> no, you can't. No. But you know what? Uh, you're going to get pretty dehydrated. How many people are going to get dehydrated? How many people is there going to be a call and you yeah. go to somebody's house and they're laying on the couch emaciated with a yes. headset on and they have not eaten or drank for days. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Now, well, think about that. Well, that's that. happening now with video games. You remember when World of Warcraft first came out? That, yeah. Uh, wow I mean, game. That, yeah, that was yeah, happening. Absolutely. They would go in and find people that had, couldn't, hadn't left. Jeez. Um, there was like bottles next to them where they had used. <laughs> where they'd urinal. Yeah, they, exactly. They, they just they in a bottle. Yeah, they and, weren't leaving the game. And then all of a sudden just geez. keel over because they had been awake for 30 hours or something like that. <laughs> Imagine that. Well, you know, yeah, but I mean, you know, you don't want your stuff to disappear. Well, yeah, you know, you, you I mean, that's you, true. You know, Actually, priorities. thinking on the other side of it, that makes total sense. Yeah, I totally get that. Well, uh, okay, buddy, that was fun. That yeah. was, I mean, we could, I think we could sit here and trade stories. We'll have to do this again. Yeah, that yeah, was It's fun. in the yeah, news. I like that. Version one. Uh, let's uh, maintain the, the lightheartedness. I got a monkey moment for us. Oh, good. Uh, this good. is, let's you know, it. moving right into the Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, what are, what's something you're thankful for? Wow. Wow. Um, Wow. Okay. Let's see. Well, um, okay. So I, I have something I'll, I'll say. Mm-hmm. So, so in my life, I spent a lot of my life, probably the majority of my life, um, being at a point and always thinking about where I was going. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, so I let a lot of things go by without really appreciating it. Um, and so at this point in my life, I'm very satisfied with where I'm at. In other words, I'm very content. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have that, you know, insatiable desire to keep doing other stuff. And 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 it seems like, you know, the, the problem with that is no matter where you're at, you're always looking down the road to where you want to be kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, I really, really, really thoroughly appreciate where I'm at, what I have, the relationships in my life. Um, and and I, I really, I don't take it for granted. And I am just very satisfied, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a mindset that that took me a long time to get because it seemed like no matter how much you got or where you did or what you achieved, it was never enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think you you don't really appreciate things that you do have. Um, so and I know that seems like kind of a selfish thing because I have a lot of things to be thankful for, but. It, it, if you don't appreciate what you have to be thankful for, then mm-hmm. it, it's not really the same. And I think, you know, the last couple of years, I've I've really learned to appreciate what I have and to just, you know, be satisfied. Be content. So, yeah. yeah. Content. Yes, yeah. E- exactly. Yeah. Um, what about you? Oh, man. I've got, I, I got a ton. <laughs> I got a ton to be thankful for. You know, I, I, I will stick with the, the cliche, you know, I'm um, family and health, you know. I uh, um, love where we live and uh, the, the be able to be in, in close proximity to mountains and do all these things. Yep. And, you know, I just, even at the, the the base, the ability just to get out and run yeah. and do those things that I enjoy doing, yep. I'm, I just uh, appreciate uh, my health, you know, every day because yeah. it's, you know, a lot of that ends up being out of people's control and, yes. and things like that. So I really, I really try to be grateful um, for my ability to do that. And then my family's health too, you know, it's been Absolutely. so much can happen. Uh, gosh, we were driving up here and had a little scare on the road. That's what you said. And it kind of went on, you know, got on some icy, icy roads. Yeah, Yeah. it was terrible. And it just, in in that moment, it it just takes you that half second to remember and go, yeah. Oh man, I'm just grateful to have the kiddos and everybody's healthy and and generally in in the family and, uh, you know, um, just there's, yeah, just a ton to be grateful for. You know, and I hate to say this, but you know, if, if COVID has, should have reminded us all of one thing. It's how, how quickly things can change and how precious our our lives are and, and the lives of those around us. Right. Right. We don't, we don't live in, you know, this cocoon all by ourselves. We, we live with everybody else. And 
and which which is one reason you know not to get off it but that it it pains me to see the state kind of of our country because yeah. i feel that you know we're we're on a large scale so hostile to one another yeah, yeah. there's so much division mm-hmm. um and that's really unfortunate mm-hmm. because because there is so much there is so many things to be thankful for and positive things going on yep. as a group, as a society. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like we're, we're kind of not acknowledging that. Yeah. Um, so at this time of year where we're, we're contemplating things to be thankful for, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, I wish people would just do that and, and really take it to heart. Yeah, right? for sure. And, yeah. the, you know, they just read an article yesterday about the, you know, attitude of gratitude, as cliche as that is. But yeah. what that does for you mentally, you yeah. know, being able just to look around and go, okay, even things might be going a little wonky. Yeah. This is not what I had planned, but here's some stuff I got to be thankful right. for. Absolutely. Um, just the ability to do this and that and a roof over my head and things yep. of that nature. The, the old, it could always be worse. That's exactly right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So I got tons to be thankful for. It's just, a, it, I love rolling into the holiday season too. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm going to eat I, some I am food. too. I am too. And I, you know what? I'm not one of those people that, 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 you know, has disdain when you start hearing the Christmas, you know, carols yeah. and stuff or yeah. the Christmas songs, uh, you know, rolling around at the end of October and in November, I'm like, okay, that's our next, you yeah. know, that's Let's make it happen. Thing. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm ready well, for it. Well, that's awesome. Well, listen, uh, buddy. So happy Thanksgiving. Yep. It's, Same to you. We're we're two days away. Or one no one one day. Tomorrow. tomorrow. That's right. Yeah. Tomorrow. That's right. I guess I better not show up late for yeah, that. You better get that turkey. Yeah. Get thought. <laughs> All the fixings. Yeah. Yeah. So so happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. And uh, we're back on track. It's great having you back, buddy. Yeah, it's good to be back. And awesome. uh, happy holiday fun. season rolling right into it. Okay. And for all the listeners, happy Thanksgiving. Yep. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. Okay. Episode 49 in the books, Carden. We did it. Yep. All right. Uh, until next time, episode 50 coming down the line. Until next time. Adios. Uh, bonjour. <laughs> no, that's, that's a little au revoir. <laughs> If I was the parrots, I'd say F off. Yeah, come on, you twat. (laughs) Uh, Until next time. Good night, Gardner. Good night.